Hello and welcome to the Lancet Global Health Podcast. I'm Mandy Bordula, it's February 2022, and today I'm talking to Sanjib Kumar Sharma, who is Professor of Medicine at the BP Koirala Institute of Health Sciences, about the epidemiology of snakebite in Nepal. Thank you for joining me today, Sanjib. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to this Lancet Global Health Postcard. Thank you, Mandeep. So your study was designed to gather epidemiological evidence on snake bite envenoming in Nepal, specifically the Terai region. Can you tell us a bit more about this part of Nepal and why it was important to know the burden of snake bite there? Yeah, thank you, Mandeep, for that question. Actually, you know, Nepal has three distinct zones topographically. The Tara is the plain region with low altitude, and it covers around 23% of Nepal's land area. But it is densely populated, with more than 50% of country's population residing here. Nepal is predominantly agriculture country, you know it, and about 80% of its population depends upon agriculture for their livelihood. It is the Tarai region, where most of the Nepal's agriculture activities takes place, and it's also where most snake bite accidents in Nepal occurs. Because there are several highly venomous species of snakes that are found in Tarai. For example, Indian common cobra, black cobra, Nazakothia, or various uh, species of uh, creatives are also found. For example, uh, Bungarus ceruleus, Bungarus fasciatus, and in some places of Nepal, we all, there are also Russell Viper. Because of the high density of both human and snake population, the main snake encounter leads to frequent occurrence of snake bite. Moreover, the habit of sleeping on the ground in the Tarai also predisposes the inhabitants to nocturnal snake bite. Certainly, the most deadly neglected tropical disease is an important contributor to mortality, physical and mental health in Nepal is observed in our study. The extent of the surgeries and disabling sequelae is striking, indicating a need for physiotherapy, orthopedics, and chronic wound care. Catastrophic expenditures for treatment, loss of essential farm animals affect rural population in all seven provinces, which were formerly five regions of Nepal, and these are entire reason. Animal losses due to snake bite can have a strong impact on livelihood and add to the burden of snake bite in humans. Adequate knowledge of the magnitude of the burden and consequence that snake bites can lead to is essential to take appropriate prevention, detection, and control measures. It can also guide the formulation of appropriate set of intervention to improve the access to care, for example, positioning antivenom and ventilators, and to implement prevention activities like wearing footwears, occupational analysis, promotions of motorbike transport, etc. And these are the reasons why we should be aware of the snake bite in Tarai region, Mandeep. Great. Okay, so this was a cross-sectional survey and you included over 60,000 participants. Can you just tell us a bit about the challenges of collecting this volume of data? Yeah, thank you. In fact, we faced few challenges and one of this is uh, language barrier. 
you know in language spoken in majority of tara region is varied and the population in various part of the tara may not be well versed with the nepali language spoken over the country therefore many a times during data collection we needed an interpreter there were also few occasions when obtaining consent was difficult due to same reason one of the challenges which was very eventful we come across as adverse climatic conditions a huge storm and heavy rainfall which occurred during the survey period affected the data collection process this unfortunate event led to significant loss of property injury and death of humans and animals the survey had to stop and enumerator joined the rescue operation the situation was difficult for enumerators to restart their survey in this scenario one of the another issue is most of the inner tarai regions are devoid of good roads and transportation facility enumerators had to travel through difficult terrain there were some pre-selected households in remote areas with no motor roads so our enumerator had to walk whole day to reach the survey locations and because of this uh, remoteness of the places navigation was often difficult in inner tarai due to poor network connectivity enumerators sometimes had to wait long hours to establish connections or needed help from local community one of the things which we do come across day to day but did not realize it was stray dogs were very common in rural area and the enumerator were often attacked by them so these were among the few challenges bandeep we come across okay so you talked about this already but i thought a really interesting feature of your study was that you included both people and domestic animals which are of course important contributors to the livelihoods of smallholder farmers and agricultural communities who make up a large proportion of the population of the Terai what can you tell us about the incidents and common health outcomes of snake bite in venoming that you found in both of these groups okay thank you you know this is the first snake bite epidemiological study conducted in nepal that covered the entire rural tarai applying an original methodology that included one health approach we found a very high adjusted incidence risk of snake bite that was around 251 snake bite per 100000 population with envenoming rate of 49% and case fatality rate of 7.8% that means overall in human there were 20 deaths per 100000 this extrapolates to around 26749 to 37661 people bitten by snake and mortality of 2386 to 3225 deaths each year much more than actually previously estimated and another important findings of our study was that among the victim women's and girls made up three quarters of death in our survey giving rise uh, giving to a dimension of gender issue also the extent of amputation surgery and disabling sequelae was is striking as i mentioned earlier the high frequency of reported psychological symptom such as anxiety or fear to return to the accident site highlight the need for mental health support 
And looking at the animal front, the global burden of snake bite envenoming in animals was totally unknown before this study. We found a high incidence and mortality in several animal types, particularly poultry, cattle, and goats. And especially in these small animals, the mortality in a probable and definite snake envenomation was almost 100%. As we mentioned earlier, Nepal is predominantly agricultural, with 80% of its population depending upon this activity, that is agriculture activity, for their livelihood. Thus, animal losses due to snake bite can have a strong impact on livelihood and add to the burden of snake bite in human. We report the socio-economic effect of both human and animal snake bite in separate article also being published in the Lancet Global Health. Our data would be important to develop intersectoral strategies on snake bite in Vinaming Mandip. Thank you. Those are really striking findings. Um, and there was a headline last year which stated that neglected tropical diseases are the landmines of global health. And in the article, you say that this holds particularly true for people affected by snake bite. In fact, I think you found that three quarters of victims were bitten on the lower limb, and these accidents often occur by stepping on a snake. And what can be done to prevent this? As you mentioned, we found that three quarters of victims were bitten in lower limbs and two thirds below knee. And I think the possible prevention measures include walking with a source of light, cleaning high grass around of the around house, the use of appropriate footwear that is favoring shoes instead of sandals and possibly boots for high risk activities. However, I must say that this sounds very logical that wearing a boots in field, but practicality of boots, especially in the field, have not been tested for its feasibility and protective effect in Nepal. More broadly, community-based awareness program and activities towards snakes and snake-appropriate behaviors may also reduce snake bites. So we should focus on the probably how to prevent bite and those lower limbs, uh, especially along with the community education and awareness program, Mandip. Thanks. And so finally, snake bite envenoming is one of the 20 neglected tropical diseases recognized by WHO. And there are, of course, the associated 2030 targets. But what more do you think needs to be done to protect and treat the most vulnerable people? I think this is very important. Uh, And I personally think that we should concentrate on the World Health Organization roadmap to implement strategies to prevent reduce and control the snake bite burden. And to do so, we must ensure that safe and effective treatment is accessible and affordable for all the population. Our study, for, especially for the Nepal, facilitated the positioning of antibunning in the most affected districts, in other words, in the hot spots of snake bite, empowering regional, national, and local communities to take proactive action, thereby improving community awareness could be another strategy. Strengthening health system to deliver better outcome is very important for those areas where snake bite is prone. But I must say here that the inadequate exposure of medicals to snake bite management during their training leading to ineffective health force in health system. 
to manage snake bite. They are never exposed in a city's medical colleges where snake bite is not seen. Therefore, this is an issue to be addressed. Building a strong global coalition of partners to build advocacy, mobilize resources, coordinate action, and ensure that implementation of roadmap is successful. And I think most importantly, field-based data could help to develop intersectoral strategies on snake bite and venoming, including interactions, for example, in Nepal, between ministries of health and population, agriculture and livestock department, forest and environment, and corresponding UN agencies like WHO, UNICEF, FAO, UNEP, etc. Animal losses due to snake bite add to this burden in humans and call for cross-sectoral One Health actions. Thank you very much. We're all very important points. Um, thank you for taking the time to share this with us today. It was a real pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Mandeep. Thank you for this opportunity to discuss snakebite in Nepal. Needless to say, snakebite and venoming is a medical emergency that particularly afflicts the forest people living in communities with lowest quality of life indices. It demands continuous, concentrated, as well as consolidated efforts from all of us to mitigate the problem. I would like to emphasize here again that community-based studies are the only way to gather reliable data on snake bite incidents as most patients do not access treatment centers and do not appear in hospital-based data. Thank you for having me here. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more, you can find the full study online, as well as another that looks at the health and socioeconomic impact of snakebite in this month's issue of The Lancet Global Health.